G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, there are some wonderful media ministries that are working in various parts around the world. One of those is called FEBC, who have a long-time significant influence in the nation of Russia. And there is a significant development to talk about today insofar as their ministry work goes. Russian laws governing evangelism changed recently, preventing shortwave licenses being renewed and forcing a shift to digital broadcasting. Well, let's get some insights into what's happening and visiting Australia. Alexei from FEBC's Radio Tios in Russia is joining us. Hello, Alexei. Welcome along to 2020. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for uh, inviting me and welcoming me uh, very warmly on Australian land. Alexei, give us some insights into what's happening in Russia because changing evangelism laws led to this change recently. What has happened? Uh, actually, um, it, it, it became prohibited to uh, openly invite people to your church if you are not a licensed, uh, um, licensed minister. And you also can't... Uh, 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 can't make uh, evangelistic um, events in uh, usual uh, homes and apartments, only in special places such as religious buildings and churches and so on. And so this has affected the radio ministry of FEBC and the shortwave licenses not being renewed. How does that all fit into how the changes have happened? Yeah, those laws didn't influence... Broadcasting directly, but um, it was a kind of a wave of um, uh, hostility towards 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 evangelicalism. So, and part of that uh, wave, uh, I mean, different force of the of the government was that they didn't prolong our licenses, and we've lost our uh, uh, traditional stations, which broadcast through AM mostly. So now, digital broadcasting across Russia, what has been the difference now to what was going on before with the shortwave broadcasts? How have you noticed the changes? Uh, in fact, as I understand it, things have even gotten better. So how does it, how does it all work? Yeah, you know, uh, when we uh, use traditional um, uh, radio broadcasting, we had an audience maybe about, I mean, it, it was difficult to count exactly, but maybe from 20, from 250 up to maybe uh, 400 um, listeners. And um, now we, at the last, last month, we had more than 3 million listeners. Okay, so you've gone from the less than a million, let's say, uh, I think you were intending to say somewhere around 400,000, but you've gone to 3 million listeners. This has been a, yeah. a major major development then for you. Yeah, it, it was a great, a great surprise for us, you know, because, you know, we when we were thinking about it, we just prayed and we decided uh, that this is kind of God's providence for us, that uh, uh, it, you know, there is a saying that if uh, somebody... Uh, 
uh, sh- I mean, close one doors, uh, God can open others. And I always thought it is kind of uh, aphorism. But now I see it's a, it's a reality. Of course, uh, when we were forced to go there, I mean, we were preparing uh, to do it. So we developed our new site. We developed our um, apps for, for um, yeah, Android and for iPhones. But when we uh, were, after all, um, government didn't promote our licenses, we just were forced to go in that direction faster. So we, uh, but also, but got Providence find a good specialist who really uh, helped us uh, to find our ways there. So because we were talk radio, we uh, mostly, we, we, we couldn't use such instruments as, uh, for example, podcasting, because podcasting mostly work with pre-written programs. And, but we wanted to uh, stay uh, in live contact with our audience. We wanted to have uh, live feedback to, uh, just to answer uh, people's questions immediately and to see their reactions. And uh, through experimented, we, uh, experimenting, we came to the conclusion that the best instrument for us is streaming in social networks. And now we uh, do it in such a way that our, all our programs, they are uh, uh, st- st- streamed uh, to uh, uh, several social networks which are popular in Russia. And uh, so we can receive immediate feedback. People can uh, call to us. People can write their comments. And uh, what is the big advantage of social networks? We can, can be stayed in contact with those people after streaming. So, and uh, just continuing to uh, chat with them, to talk with them, uh, invited them to churches. Alexei, given that you're in Russia when you're running Radio Tios, uh, you grew up in Russia, your father was a KGB officer, you know yeah. the Russian culture. Uh, let me ask you about the church. How is the church faring in Russia today? What is your appraisal of how things look uh, under President Putin now, and uh, and how is the church faring? You know, uh, the situation now is I mean, very different from that one which was uh, during Soviet time. Because now most of Russians claim to be uh, Christians. Uh, actually, uh, Russian people believe that we are the last fortress of Christianity in the world. That the uh, Western world just uh, went away from Christ, but only we as uh, descendants of I mean, great Orthodox faith now standing for truth. But in reality, uh, less than 2% of the whole population are practicing Christians. I can illustrate it uh, by one example. um, I mean, this year, only 3% of Russian people attended uh, Easter church services all over Russia. And and Easter celebration is the biggest celebration in the Russian Orthodox Church. And it means that actually less than 1% of them are, I mean, actual Christians, because most of them just came to uh, once a year. So this this is the problem. And uh, we as evangelicals now... um, are treated as kind of uh, foreign religion, so which are as not real patriots as those who are kind of have uh, international rela- relationships. So, and um, that, that, that's why we as evangelicals can't be um, uh, just treated as kind of uh, tr- trustful people. So we, we we can't assume that people will trust us. So that's why we uh, need first to gain their attention to gain their uh, trust through serving them. So uh, most of those Christians in Russia are Russian Orthodox. You're saying it's a much smaller percentage 
uh, evangelical and evangelicals almost seen as outsiders in Russia. But with this upsurge, yeah. with this upsurge in faith in uh, in Christ, uh, the growth of Christianity, you're saying evangelicalism is growing significantly. Is that what you're saying? Unfortunately, I can't say that evangelicalism is growing. So we are still less than one percent in Russia. So uh, and. Uh, just right after perestroika, there was, I mean, uh, pretty rapid growth. But now I would say that uh, it's more, it was more like stable, you know. There is a growth, but it's, I mean, pretty slow. So when you're on the radio, uh, FEBC, Radio Tios in Russia, uh, have you got a mix of an Orthodox Christian faith and Evangelical Christian faith? How does the broadcast sound? Uh, we are dominantly uh, uh, not, not ashamed, not uh, asking for forgiveness and evangelicals. So we just openly say that we are evangelical Christians. When we talk radio and FEBC, a long-time Christian broadcaster in Russia, how does the Christian radio help to bring change, that transformation of lives in people who are going through uh, oftentimes very uh, difficult circumstances? How does the radio make the effect on people's lives in your nation? You know, uh, what we are doing, we're trying to serve people and saying uh, uh, this, I mean that we address, first of all, their needs. We're going to start the conversation with them when they are actually at. For example, we as in Russia, as Radio Teos, uh, we make a lot of programs which uh, face those challenges uh, of our society, such kind of orphanage crisis. Uh, we do a weekly program, program which uh, inspires people to adopt children into their families. We do, do, do programs uh, dedicated to the topic of uh, alcoholism and drug addiction, uh, which uh, is to, to help people to be freed. And of course, in every program we say that how, I mean, uh, Christian values and the gospel uh, can be uh, that freeing, uh, transforming power in humans' lives. Or we make uh, a program uh, on a daily basis from I mean, Monday to Friday, which uh, deals with family issues. So people can uh, freely... Uh, uh, call and ask, and we, our, our experts who are in Christian counselors, uh, answer their questions uh, in a live show immediately, and then sometimes they continue to talk with them after the program. Alexei, how do you go with uh, the sorts of political commentary that some people might be uh, concerned about or interested in? Because, uh, of course, internationally now, global politics, there's a little bit of a rise of uh, of concern between Russia and, say, the United States. How do you treat those sorts of things when you have opportunity to talk about them on radio? Uh, so our principal, decisions, uh, uh, principal decision is not to touch those questions. Because uh, otherwise, if we discuss them openly, we can <laughs> lose everything, you know. So that's why it's just, it's, 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 it's not our mission to deal with political questions. We just uh, proclaim the gospel and uh, serve people. And so in this proclamation of the gospel, your audience is continuing to grow. Clearly there's a real call from Russian people to hear the sort of broadcasting that you're bringing. Uh, yeah, just of course, uh, now, now we are uh, using social networks. We now can reach those people whom we've never reached before because we can reach now those young people who are just live on social networks.
Well, Alexei, just a great pleasure getting your insights into the church in Russia and a wonderful ministry that you're leading, FEBC in Russia, and uh, the broadcasting you're doing these days on the digital platform and a lot of streaming programs. You were forced off the shortwave licenses a little earlier on, but you've now found that your audience is much bigger than it has been before. So, Alexi, uh, let me point people to FEBC. Simply Google FEBC and you'll find FEBC Australia and a link to what's happening with Radio Tios in Russia. Alexi, thanks so much for sharing your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you very much. Voices for your listeners. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.